0: You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi there, I hope you're having a positive employment rights week. This week, we continue our series looking in detail at the different types of paid and unpaid leave that you may be entitled to receive at work. In this week's episode, we take a look at the top seven things you need to know about if you want to take emergency time off to care for family or dependents, what's more commonly known as dependent leave. So what is dependent leave? Dependent leave is time off from work that you can legally take to deal with an emergency involving a dependent. A dependent could be a child, a grandchild, a spouse, a parent or anyone who would normally or reasonably rely on you for assistance. There is no legal amount of time off you can take but your employer is expected to allow you enough time off to deal with the emergency. Legally your employer does not have to pay you when you are off but your contract of employment should tell you how your employer's dependent leave scheme works. So what do you need to know about dependent leave? Well, we're going to go through the top seven points that you need to be aware of. The first point that you need to know about is that to qualify for dependent leave, you must be an employee. It doesn't matter if you are full-time, part-time, a permanent employee or a fixed-term employee. If you have an employee contract, then you qualify for dependent leave. Now, that isn't to say that if you're on any other type of contract, your employer won't allow you to take dependent leave. That might not be the case. The difference is that if you are an employee, your employer must, not may, but must allow you to take dependent leave. Whereas if you're a worker or on any other type of contract, dependent leave is very much at the discretion of your employer. The second point you need to know about in relation to dependent leave is that there is no qualifying length of service you need to have to take emergency dependent leave. You have the right to take dependent leave from day one of your employment as long as you are an employee. The third point you need to note is that all dependent leave is unpaid. Now, What generally happens is that most employers will pay you for emergency leave because the leave shouldn't last more than one or two days. And it's usually a positive gesture for an employer to make. But in real terms, sometimes it's the administration of removing a day or two's pay from your salary, which could cost the employer more to administer so most employers choose to pay employees for emergency time off. But it's important to note that your employment rights say that dependent leave should be unpaid leave. The fourth point you need to be aware of is that dependent leave should only be used to deal with specific emergencies and employment law is very clear about this. There are five key circumstances for which dependent leave should be used. Number one is that dependent leave should be used to provide assistance when a dependent falls ill, gives birth, or is injured or assaulted. Number two is that dependent leave should be used to make arrangements to provide emergency care for a dependent who is ill or injured. Number three is that dependent leave should be used to deal with the death of a dependent. Number four, is that dependent leave should be used to deal with unexpected disruption or termination of arrangements for the care of a dependent. And number five, is that dependent leave should be used to deal with an incident involving an employee's children during school hours. Employment law is very clear here that dependent leave is to deal with unexpected emergencies. In other words, things that could not have been predicted. So from this standpoint, problems with ongoing care arrangements or you knowing about problems with a care situation beforehand wouldn't qualify for dependent leave. And your child having an illness for a period of time with no one able to look after your child would also not qualify for dependent leave. Instead, the purpose and focus of dependent leave is that of giving the employee time to make alternative arrangements for the care of their dependent. The fifth point you need to be aware of is about the amount of time you can take off for dependent leave. Because dependent leave is solely for the purpose of dealing with unforeseen emergencies, the law requires that your absence should be brief, but long enough to make alternative arrangements. Time off is therefore estimated a day or two at the most. And whatever has been agreed as reasonable between yourself and the employer is generally what you will be entitled to. And that entitlement will be very much dependent on the nature of the emergency and your personal circumstances. Whilst you're off work on dependent leave, there is an expectation that you should keep in contact with your employer and you have to let your employer or your manager know how much emergency time off you're likely to need and when you are likely to be back at work. And you will also have to let your employer know if it's likely that you will need to take annual leave if you have to, for example, look after your dependent for a longer period of time. The sixth point you need to be aware of is that there are no limits to the number of times you can ask for dependent leave in any given week, month, or year. Instead, employers are expected to look at each situation separately and on merit about the reasonableness of granting time off. Where there are two parents who have entitlement to dependent leave, your employer might expect that the requests for leave are shared equally between both parents. But even if there is only one parent, the employer must allow you to take that time off. The seventh point you need to be aware of is that your employer cannot refuse your request to take dependent leave, even if you being off is not convenient for the business. And this is a really important point because employment law says that your employer cannot refuse your request for leave because of business reasons even if you taking that leave creates a critical situation at work. The purpose behind dependent leave is that your emergency at home trumps any emergency at work and your dependent leave is your only option to deal with that emergency. So it's also important to mention here that you cannot be dismissed for taking dependent leave. So if, for example, you taking that leave throws the business into a bit of a tailspin, that isn't your fault. You're taking that emergency leave in a legitimate way and you cannot be punished for having taken that leave. You are legally entitled to that leave and if your employer moves to dismiss you or to sanction you in any way for taking dependent leave, then any dismissal or sanction would be unfair. A final point to make here links to a point made at the beginning of the podcast, which is that you only qualify for dependent leave if you are an employee and not if you are a worker. If you are a worker, therefore, and you're faced with a dependent emergency, and you don't qualify for dependent leave you could ask your employer to allow you to take compassionate leave. Compassionate leave can be paid or unpaid leave to deal with emergency situations. All employees and workers are entitled to compassionate leave which is also sometimes called bereavement leave and this kind of leave can be taken if someone in your immediate family dies or contracts or develops a life-threatening illness or injury. The length of your compassionate leave will usually be between two and five days. However, the length of your leave is at the discretion of your employer and it's generally understood that if you're not ready to return to work after taking compassionate leave, there would be an expectation that you take annual leave. And that's it for this week. We've looked at the seven key things you need to know about dependent leave. Firstly, that you only qualify to take dependence leave if you're an employee. Secondly, that there's no qualifying length of service before you can take dependent leave, meaning that your right to dependence leave is available from the very first day you start work. Thirdly, that all dependence leave is unpaid, although your employer may choose to pay you. Fourthly, that dependence leave should only be used to deal with specific emergencies. The fifth point is that dependent leave should only be long enough to deal with the emergency with your dependents. The sixth point is that there are no limits to the number of times you can request dependents leave. And the seventh point is that your employer cannot deny you the right to take dependents leave. And if this happens, this would be a breach of your employment rights and any action taken against you would be unfair. Now, if you feel you've been denied your right to take dependence leave, the first thing you need to consider is submitting a complaint or a grievance to ask your employer to look into the issue. To help you with this, Included in the podcast notes for this episode are some grievance templates that you can use to help you write your letter. Just scroll down to the bottom of the show notes where you're listening to this podcast and press the see more button and you will see live links that will take you to some helpful grievance support templates and other information. We hope you find something useful that you can work with in this week's episode. Remember to let others know we are here by sharing our content and leaving us a review about the podcast on iTunes or anywhere else where you're listening and where you can leave a review. We'd love to know what you think. For now, we'll be here next week to continue with our podcast series on paid and unpaid time off. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.